Living Life Tales Up is a balanced lifestyle combining what we do every day in the kennel with some humor, some ideas, and some positive happy bubbles shot out there so everybody can have a little happy, positive, and live a little tales up. This is Rayshan from Mariah Bell Manor Kennel. Living Life Tales Up is a combination of balance and tail wagging humor, hopefully, that'll make your nose go down and your tails go up and keep you on track. Today, I want to consider boundaries. What are boundaries? Are they good? Are they bad? Are they just there? Or what is about a boundary? If I'm a dog, I bet my owner calls me good dog when I respond to the boundaries that they have set for me. For example, if I choose as a dog to scoot across the carpet in the middle of dinner, I don't know that's wrong. It means I want to scoot across the carpet in the middle of dinner. My owner is going to tell me that is not acceptable behavior and that there is a boundary that is right around where I've tried to do my thing. Well, let alone if you piddle on the rug, that's a whole boundary that is supposed to never be crossed. And sometimes when it is crossed, you can get grace, but not all the time. Well, as humans, do we have boundaries and are they good? Something to think about. A common phrase found in leadership manuals says, it's not a fear of failure that's stopping you, but rather a desire to avoid being judged. Well, I can tell you what, that dog did not think a darn thing about being judged when they scooted across that carpet. Maybe when they piddled on the rug because they had that look on their face. Or when they walked up to the other dog and stuck their nose in their rear end and said, I know you, I was glad to see you, I'm glad you're here. You look like the other dog, but you sure aren't. So all of these behaviors and boundaries that we set for dogs Do they reflect on us as people? Well, let's think about this and turn the tables on us for just a minute. If you're dressed up for homecoming or prom or a wedding or a special event, you've got something going on, the type of clothes and the actions that you do are a little bit different than if you were just going to an old-fashioned run-of-the-mill whatever kind of dinner or old-fashioned whatever any kind of event you would go to. Do the clothes and the activities suggest boundaries? My thought on this is yes. Now, how in the world nobody comes along and pets us on the head and says, good person, you did a really nice job. You didn't scoot across the carpet. But there are boundaries that we have for ourselves and behavior standards we have for ourselves, training, if you will. One of the biggest training obstacles or challenges that humans have is learning to stand upright and go to the potty. If you are in a two-year to three-year-old category, that is just one of the biggest things. Oh my gosh, you know, the excitement, the books that are written about going to the potty. Holy moly, I'm potty training dogs. Good boundaries to have. Potty trained people, potty trained dogs. Irregardless of what clothes you're wearing, those boundaries, we like to have them in place at all times. If they break, we kind of get worried about that. But are there other boundaries that we see as rules that are associated with territories? For example, if you always go to grandma's house and grandma always has the candy dish setting out and you know that you cannot stand and jump on the couch and eat all the candy, is that a rule or a boundary? The same thing with the dogs. If you go to the neighbor's house, are there different rules that they have over there? You can't get on the couch. Oh my, but I get on my couch all the time. It's a different rule or boundary. The same thing with territories. When dogs go to daycare, their territories get all mixed up because there's other dogs there, there's lots of pee mail around, the boundaries and what they're wearing and what they're doing and what events they have that day all kind of get jumbled up. And it's not unlike people learning social skills. It's dogs learning social skills. 
You know, there's times in a dog world, it's perfectly acceptable to roll down the hill and roll in whatever it is and coming in stinking and everybody's like, ooh, that's so cool, dude. You smell like squirrel. Yeah. Right? All those boundaries and those rules and those territories can produce behaviors, just like us going to the homecoming or the prom or the wedding or the funeral or whatever. Some of the behaviors you might do at homecoming might not be appropriate at a funeral, we're just saying. It's the same thing that happens with dogs in daycare. They're learning those social behaviors, social rules, and it can be a very neutral place or should be a neutral place if the daycare is managed right. It's a place for dogs to learn socialization. It's a place for them to learn pecking order and rotations of pecking order, if you will. I hope this has made you think a little bit about daycare, socialization, and what you did at homecoming way back when, or what you can't do at homecoming next year. Please don't scoot across the carpet. Not good at any homecoming. Until next week, we'll see you live life tales up.